This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. New Zealand music, of course, and we're going to be celebrating all of that during the month of May as we always do. And uh, at the forefront of the celebrations, again, as always, at Dunedin Public Libraries who have put together an amazing schedule of, e- of events, uh, including, of course, over the weekend, the Nook and Cranny Festival. Find out more about all of this uh, with Dunedin Libraries' Kay Mercer. And also Brendan Christie joins us this morning. Morning, lovely to have both of you with us. Thanks Not for coming in. Good Jeff. Jeff. Well, we're looking forward to May, aren't we? Uh, and especially, I guess, this year after the difficulties of last year and being able to s- not being able to celebrate in the, perhaps the way we would have liked to. Um, Kay, we'll just come to you first because sure. um, Nook and Cranny, which Brendan's been very instrumental in putting oh, together as always, hugely. is yes. just part of a very busy program. And um, I, you know, I've just printed off. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm brought down a small forest to, to <laughs> print off all the very... That's why we went online. <laughs> the very busy events that there are. And yeah, you, well, this is interesting because you have learnt um, out, of, out of last year, as we all have, sure. that there are all sorts of different ways of doing things. And in fact, on the 1st of May, um, it is uh, Zoom that gets us underway to celebration. I know, celebration. it's very exciting. We're going to St. Louis in the US and the roots of music... So we're talking to a, a ragtime band from St. Louis who will be telling us about uh, some of the real origins of music and uh, the home of ragtime. And you've taken, I guess, a wider perspective on New Zealand Music Month, and I guess that's acknowledging that music has its influences and its roots all around the world. It does, yeah. It's also the fun of the fact that New Zealanders can't travel right now, so I thought it might be fun if we took them to America for a bit. <laughs> So people can just hop online and, and join that Zoom? Um, How well, does it we'd work? we'd like them to come into the library. Yeah. So it's a live event for us. Sadly, it's not a live event for the US because mm. of obvious re- reasons. Um, so a live audience can come along to the library at lunchtime and enjoy a talk with a band from St. Louis. Fantastic. So they'll be beaming into the Dunningham Suite from St. Louis. Now, we'll talk about... Brendan, we'll talk about Nook and Cranny with you in just a moment because that's the big event for Sunday, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, But just um, going through the rest of the program for the month, what approach have you taken, Kay, in putting it together? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, I've kind of followed the model of last year with the um, gig nights and the uh, lunchtime music, but we've also introduced an element of busking because there was a a part of the community, the music community, we weren't really serving previously. Um, So uh, Jackson Kane is going to be coming in and hosting uh, Friday lunchtime busking sessions for uh, some of those artists who usually only get to perform in the freezing cold. They finally get to come into the warm. (laughs) Um, And we also try to look at a little bit of education, being a library. So we've got a couple of talks, we've got some workshops and that sort of thing. So... Yeah, but the the whole essence of it is about connecting the musicians with the audience. Thursday night gigs have been a regular part of the schedule too. You've got more of those coming up. Yes, indeed. Um, we've had those going for many, many years, more years than I care to remember, before my time even. Um, <clears throat> so this year we've got them hosted by what I like to call a collective the collective of the OK Boomers, because they're all about my age. Um, (laughs) So they'll be sort of in and out and uh, hosting those evenings and just uh, livening things up with a bit of banter and and wit, as well as some local musicians. Something for the the kiddies as well, with Amanda coming in. We've got in the story pit some some opportunities for uh, the young ones to spend some time there. Oh, yes, of course, musical story time. Totally forgot about that. (laughs) Amanda plays the triangle. 
So that's where it confused <laughs> me. Um, it's I'm music. People with guitars. Yes, no, Amanda is, is a beautiful storyteller at library, um, and she'll be telling some musical story times with her triangle. Now, let's talk about Nook and Cranny because uh, this, uh, again, is a festival which has um, really put itself on the calendar, the regular calendar for celebration of local music now. And Brendan, uh, you, for your sins, have been uh, <laughs> instrumental in putting this one together. Um, tell us, yeah, tell us about the approach you've taken to this year's Nook and Cranny. Well, yeah, this year we've uh, we learnt a lot from last year. I think we did a we actually had to. Um, we obviously pulled the pin on the physical festival that we had planned, and we ended up going for a, a live stream um, version of it. And I think uh, we learned a lot from that experience about trying to make our music, our local music, accessible to the public, not just in a physical festival, but also uh, online as well, and, and trying to create great, great sounding uh, music videos that really put our uh, music community in a great light. And I think we're trying to um, look for ways that we can be really efficient in, in producing uh, a lot of the music that happens at the festival and making it accessible online so that we can kind of push the local music scene as much as possible by all of us combining together. That was quite um, an experience last year. Uh, from a technical perspective, an amazing achievement, really, given the, <laughs> the limitations that we all faced at that time. And, of course, if, if, if you weren't part of the festival last year, effectively you had uh, several sites around the city where performers were lined up and ready to go, and you were cutting from location to location through the course of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it quite wasn't an just amazing. around the city, either. It was overseas. Yeah, we, we, had, had, we had some people's... Yeah. Um, uh, they were they were uh, streaming in from I think it might have been um, Texas possibly yeah. or something mm. like that. So there were people around the around the world, but this real, year, real nooks and crannies of the world. Well, now. indeed, well, bedrooms <laughs> everywhere. And, and this year we go back to the more conventional nooks and crannies of the the, the festival, of course. Yep. Um, and look for anyone who hasn't experienced that visiting the library for this festival. What do they find? What is it all about? So really, that like you know, it's a we considered a New Zealand Music Month event and that whole the co-pupper of that event is to try and push what's happening in our own backyard so this is really an opportunity for uh, locals uh, to Dunedin to come and actually um, see a whole bunch of live music in one place for free um, to get little tasters of the music that is being created and the focus is on our own songs that are being you know their own mostly original music um, there's a lot of uh, variation in the times of, in, the, in terms of the the way uh, the genres that are being played and the styles. So it's an opportunity for people to come and get a find something that they like and love uh, in their own backyard. Really, what time do things get underway on Sunday? So we kick off just before eleven. Uh, we have the band Catharticus who's going to kick us off um, outside in the. Um, so we have like the main courtyard area. We've got some marquees and things like that. We're going to have some food this year, and um, we're going to try and really make a, an event of the outside area, and hopefully so people will be able to, who, who are walking by the library will certainly know something's going on. And then um, as you go into the library from 11, uh, the music will continue to about 4 p.m. All of these artists are contributing their time um, freely, mm-hmm. and there's been a, 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 an amount of debate on certain musical forums in the city lately about the merits or otherwise of that. Mm. Um, and it's an interesting discussion, and there is some that's worth picking apart, perhaps another time. Absolutely. But, but from from your perspective, um, you know, what's your sense of why artists put themselves forward to be part of this festival? 
Yeah, so, I mean, my philosophy towards the festival is that it's about us as a music community joining together to try and highlight and ra- like raise our community above the noise that is music. People are bombarded with so much music, you know, day to day, hour to hour, all the time. So for us to sort of unite as a community and try to find a focal point for people to to draw as much interest and as much attention as possible around to try and promote the music that has been created actually has a follow through in terms of where, um, you know, encouraging more people to support local artists and things like that. So even though, yeah, it's, it's it's a volunteer festival. Uh, we this year in particular we're running on a budget of zero, so it's about really working on a lot of us together to com- uh, to combine and create something that is um, going to feature all of us and benefit all of us because of that. And in- interestingly, uh, you don't have any trouble filling a schedule of people who want to give their time. No, not at all, not at all. And I think you know every year it's it's getting a little bit trickier to try and fit everyone in. And I think we're doing that really well. Um, uh, for the most part, and I mean, part of the festival is for a lot of people that are volunteering, it's their first live performance they've ever done. So then, you know, and I think this year we actually have about, um, you know, it's probably about forty percent of all the artists that have volunteered to play at the festival are brand new, have never played at the festival before, and and that seems to be a recurring theme. So whilst we get a lot of people that are sort of coming back and, and performing again. At the same time, we're getting a lot of people who are trying it for the first time and um, using it as a way to hone their skills as an artist and also um, learn what it is to be a part of a bigger festival. And, uh, yeah, so it has lots of other benefits in terms of people growing and understanding about what it is to be a musician in Dunedin. Well, it's a wonderful festival. We've had had lots of success stories of bands who started off playing in the library because it gave them confidence to play in public. Um, and they've gone on from there to perform publicly and their own paid gigs. So mm. it's it's a really great way to start. Yeah, and recordings and, and you know, exactly. producing music. And and, and the things. festival, we're looking at ways of try, the festival and assisting and encouraging those people that are participating as a festival to help mm. promote their music further beyond just the festival in the month of May. Yeah, and as for the audience, just I'm sorry I'm stretching this point, but um, it's a free festival. We don't make any money out of it. Mm. Nobody gets charged to come into a library. You can't do that. You People mm. are coming in and out of a library all the time. Mm. But it's also people, a lot of people can't go to pubs. They can't afford to go out for the night or they don't want to go to pubs. It's mm. that drinking culture they're not interested in. Um, so it opens up music to people who don't usually go to places where bands play. Mm. And it's always been about that, hasn't it? Yeah, and it's just, yeah, I guess, again, it makes it accessible to a huge, yeah. much wider range of audience. You know, you've got... Um, I've had a lot of kids that have come through and have been inspired to start their own music and therefore have gone on to become musicians as, yeah. because they've, they've, they've been able to see it and been a part of the festival and, and get inspired by it. So, you know, and, and um, Nook and Cranny is certainly not the only place where that can be um, found, but it's a, certainly a great uh, location and a great um, way to make that stuff accessible to, to everyone. Nook and Cranny Festival, just part of a huge month of celebrations of New Zealand music at Dunedin Public Libraries. Um, Kay, I just did want to mention while uh, you're here that there's a really um, valuable session lined up for the 5th of May. It's called Going Local Dunedin 2021. How can the music industry help you? So if you ever, ever want to know more about the music industry and how it works, who to talk to and what you need, this is a great session. Uh, there is a wicked lineup. Jason Schroeder, um, who's a festival and event booker. Dylan Pallett, 
from Independent Music New Zealand's there, Dean Cameron from Recording Music New Zealand, Ash Wallace, Emily Crowther, Mike Hall, Pip, Ryan Kidd and others uh, who have a great deal of experience in um, the industry. That is a session that is absolutely free of charge to be involved Amazing, in yeah. on yeah. the 5th of May, and you can book online for that. And I guess online, Kay, because there's so many events for this month, uh, is the way to go to check out what's it coming is. up. Yes, I've put together a, an online program that you can just go to our landing page on the www.dunedinlibraries.govt.nz. There's the banner, it's got music on it. Um, go there and you'll have the full lineup. Um, basically, because music is a bit of a movable feast, people, bands change their names, bands come in and out, and also um, land on us at the last minute and say, hey, we want to play. I've had that happen quite a lot. So it's good to keep it fluid, really. Mm. Well, thanks to UK and your team for putting this together. Thanks, Brendan, for all the efforts that you put into Nook and Cranny Festival. We're looking forward to it all. Thanks for joining us on the Awesome Morning Show. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.